Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and the show is The Light of Truth, and we are just here to shine the light on some things that maybe you don't think about. So uh, I find find people get so very busy with their day-to-day life that sometimes we don't really have time to think about the things that make us tick and because we're so busy ticking that we can't think about what's making us tick. And so that's sort of what people pay me for. <laughs> I, uh, I am a life coach, a psychic, a mystic, uh, all, an energy healer, all kinds of different things that I do, but pretty much what I do is I get paid to focus on what's making you tick and how to refine it for yourself so that you're happier with the process that you're going through. So today we're going to talk about getting unstuck and, uh, you know, sometimes a lot of, you know, it, it just kind of baffles me because a lot of our lives are spent being stuck and being frustrated and being irritated and even being complacent and happy, you know, air quotes, happy. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, satisfied, I guess, just satisfied, but not the real meaning of satisfied. We're just kind of settling for life and <clears throat> and all of that is, uh, being stuck, you know, and sometimes we can even be happy with life, sort of content with life, but if we're just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, there's a really good chance that that's not what you came to do. Now, some people have found that, you know, they find their groove and that's just kind of what they came here to do for whatever reason and and they're good with that for 30, 40, 50 years. But there are other parts of their life, their relationships, their personal experience, their what have you, that is still kind of stagnant. And so it really, you know, when people say, oh, you're stuck in life or you're just not moving forward, I have to say that, you know, they may be right or they may not be because they're looking at it through their eyes, through their perspective and in the way that they would choose to live their life. So today we're just going to talk about, you know, being stuck, getting unstuck, and <laughs> and learning to recognize the difference between stuck and just content, you know. And so so maybe we can just leave some people alone who uh, who maybe aren't stuck. They just aren't aren't a mover and shaker like you are or something, you know. And and just the different perspectives and the different manners of of being stuck or or unstuck. So, okay, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. And I do want to say happy, happy Monday. You know, I don't know who follows it and who doesn't, but yesterday we had kind of a cool portal opening again. Uh, we talked to you about the one mm, maybe a month ago or so. Um, we had Spring Rain Peony on here, our friend with Eat Conscious and Be Merry and Holistic Naturals, CO.com. Um, and she was explaining to us what was going on with that portal. Well, then yesterday there was another portal opening, and it just really is creating so much change. It's just if you notice a lot of things shifting and changing in yourself and in people around you and that in the world and that kind of thing, there is so much happening right now that's happening so fast, I can't even learn about it enough, uh, fast enough to try and explain it. <laughs> so I just kind of go with it, and I... You know, yesterday people were asking me to explain the portal opening and, I, you know, I'm busy going through the changes that are happening because of the portal openings. I'm not sitting down and very studiously researching what they're all about. I'm experiencing what they're all about. So for those of you who, who wanted me to explain what was going on, I'm sorry that I didn't get back to you, um, but I was busy experiencing it. <laughs> and I suggest you do the same. So, you know, there's a... There's, Plenty of info out there, but uh, so if you're unfamiliar with these portal openings and you think that sounds a little weird and wacky, um, well, look into it. Open your mind a little bit and look into it. And if you don't think it sounds wacky, but you're curious, again, look into it. So yesterday we had another ascension portal happening, and so you'll see now that since yesterday, uh, for me, there's like huge changes, huge changes, and uh, it just like as in I just completely cleaned out all the closets and was just 
going through everything and getting rid of things and really seemed to be a time of getting ready for change. And, you know, for me, I'm getting ready for my month or three months, I guess, down in Sedona. And um, and so yesterday was just this huge wave of energy towards that. So uh, it's it's very interesting. A lot of people are shifting locations, like uh, people are going on long retreats or marriages are kind of separating or people are leaving to go start new chapters of their lives or new moves, that kind of thing. So if you've got some of that energy going on, understand that you're just experiencing the energy that's all around you. You're definitely not alone. And so this being, you know, getting unstuck is really um, the theme for the day because we've got all this energy around us coming from heaven knows where, literally. (laughs) Um, You know, the stars are literally aligning for our changes and growth and our evolution and enlightenment and that kind of thing. And so change is actually a lot easier right now if we can just let go of the control and allow it to roll. So, you know, I had, um, it was interesting on um, Saturday, I guess, the Sacred Light of Sedona is the center that I work at in Sedona and uh, or work through, I don't know which, <laughs> I help nurture. <laughs> um and we had this this crazy busy day on, on Saturday. And, you know, I had this one client come in and she was talking about how she just, her analytical mind has a hold on her like a snake bite. And it, kind of, it made me chuckle a little bit because your analytical mind can't have a hold on you. It's a part of you. You can only have a hold on it. So if you, you know, that's one of the things that I see most often about, you know, we were talking about change and and just letting go and relaxing and going with the energy of things rather than the uh, analysis of them. And uh, because that seems to be one thing that really keeps people stuck is that whole analytical aspect of things. And so so we were talking about its place in in just going with the changes and growing and flowing with the energy and that kind of thing. And, um, And I thought it was funny because, your analytical mind is a part of you. I mean, that's like saying, you know, that your hand just randomly grabbed a hold of of your throat and won't let go. <laughs> it really no, you're controlling it. <laughs> you control your analytical mind. You control everything within you. It's your fear of letting go of that analytical mind. It's your fear of letting go of the logic because then you have to go strictly on the belief and faith in something that you can't see. And we're not talking about like the faith that they talked about in church, probably, unless you had a really good church. Um, we're just talking about universal energy. You know, this whole place is made up of different energetic flows. And what's important for us is to understand our aspect our vibration and how it fits in that energetic flow and when we've gotten off the off the path i'll say but it's more that we've we've somehow gotten out of that stream of flow of vibration and so you know if you can just kind of imagine you know how on the news they sort of depict the uh the winds and stuff when they're doing the hurricane uh, mock-ups and whatnot Instead of it being wind, if you can just imagine that as energetic flows, there's there's different flows of energy. There's healing, there's compassion, there's love, there's um, the the energy that gets us up and moving, like I was feeling yesterday, that action and implementing things. There's all these different flows of vibration, and sometimes we get out of that stream, and we just kind of feel a little lost or we feel like well i just you know i don't really know where i want to go we just have gotten out of the flow you know and so it's important for us to be able to um allow ourselves to let go and get back in with that energy and just allow the streams to take us so when you feel inspired that's somebody uh or not literally somebody probably but that's you coming closer to that energetic flow. 
you're inspired, you want to take action, and as long as you don't think too much about it, boom, there you go, right into that energy stream. So it and it just carries you. You we all know, you know, at least I hope we all know, when you uh get very inspired about a project or, or something and you you allow that energy just to catch you up and, and you just keep moving with it and you have you know, there's small business people a lot of times have this, parents have this, you know, especially like when you fall in love, right? <laughs> when you fall in love and you have that just you never want to sleep, you just want to be together, you just want to do all this, you want to go do stuff, you want to, you don't want to hang up the phone, you hang up first, you hang up first. <laughs> that that flow of energy of of love and new romance and that kind of thing is, and potential, it's that potential energy that's carrying you along. And so that's what we want to do is we want to get to know what it is when we have an inspiration or we have a project we're working on or something that's going on in our lives that we would like to shift or change, what we want to do is follow, I call inspirations breadcrumbs from the universe. So you may follow one and it may take you someplace you didn't expect. And then another one comes and you follow that one. Because it's not like you're going to get an inspiration and two days later be right in the groove of everything that that inspiration was going to bring. So identifying what it is we think we want for right now, following the inspirations to that without really thinking a whole lot. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be giving up your home and giving up your job and that kind of thing without thinking it through. But you also don't want to get so caught up in the analysis. A friend of mine calls this analysis paralysis and uh, because we get so caught up in the thinking of it that then we miss the opportunities to jump when they come along. And so if we can follow the inspirations like breadcrumbs from the universe, you have to take action to walk forward and pick up that breadcrumb and look up and find the next one. Allow it to appear to yourself and walk and follow and pick it up. (laughs) This is how we get um, sort of pulled along in life rather um, rather than just sitting there and watching it go by. We do have a caller a very special caller who <laughs> wants to come over and share with us. Hi, caller. Tell us your name. <laughs> Good morning. This is Jessica from Sacred Light of Sedona. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> it's the best place on earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so are so. you listening or are you just calling in and I'm telling you what the topic is and you jump in then? What What is our, what is our well, game today? Ma'am? I actually um, went on Facebook and saw that your topic was getting unstuck. Is that it? Ah, it it is. Okay. So when I saw that, I said, okay, you know what? I have to call in because I need to hear where this is going to go because it's it's just fabulous (laughs) the way your your titles can mean one thing or could mean another. So you never know which way it's going to go with your titles, which is fabulous. Good. Yeah, it's so. I like so to be unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, where is she going to go with this today? So, <laughs> so I decided I would. So I have in. watched you um, work on getting unstuck, and you have watched me work on getting un- unstuck, because you know it happens mm-hmm. to the best of us, right? Yeah. And so sometimes I'm really glad you called in because. Sometimes it takes like a dramatic thing to get mm-hmm. like a just a real leap of faith to get unstuck. And so when I say this to you, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you and your family? A dramatic shift. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you have well, any dramatic shifts in your life. Which which one <laughs> shall I choose? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's so it's so interesting cuz uh you know there's there's the one on the move out here um where we didn't even know we were stuck until we became unstuck, right? We thought isn't life that amazing great. how that works? Yeah, we thought life was great, that. everything's good. Um you know, I was a paralegal and earning good money. My husband was working for his uncles earning good money and 
we thought we were fine, you know. We were just going through life and um, didn't realize we were just repeating every day over and over and over again and never moving, never growing, never expanding, never doing anything but being in a sort of still water, you know. And uh, right. not until not until things started getting shooken did we um, actually look and shooken. <laughs> I love how you make up your own words. It's fabulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves it. Every Everyone always has something to say about my words. So, um, so yeah, not until, you know, like my husband lost his job and then um, we were still fine because I was still earning good money and our family was okay. But then we moved out to Arizona to Flagstaff. And when things started shifting, we were like, Wow, we were were we really just going through the motions of life and not really living it? How cool and, is that? Yeah, and and then we realized how stuck we were. You know, we were just stuck in in this ever and so okay, so talk about <laughs> okay, so talk about the people who cuz I think that that covers probably 85% of the people at least in our country um and probably some others. So what prompted the move? What You were doing absolutely fine. You were, why would you, I mean, think about how it must have looked to your family. And, oh, you know, yeah, they think, they you're going to, what, huh? <laughs> so what prompted the move and how did you guys listen? This is a fabulous, actually, example of exactly what I'm talking about. So we were talking about the inspirations being breadcrumbs from the universe and following little ones here and there and whatever. So so really you guys were headed for Tennessee at some point with his family. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that the deal? And you have land yeah. in Tennessee and everything was all set. Yeah. So then what happened? Yeah. Well, we have we have land free and clear. So um you know, we would not have to have made any payments or anything. We could just live there. And um and, uh, you know, I think what happened is the start of it was he lost his job. And that was just totally unexpected because he worked for his family. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just totally unexpected. And it really it really made us think and look. And, um, and we would meditate every day, you know. So it's mind-boggling how we were meditators and yet we didn't see it. You know, and so was it that we were ignoring it or not wanting to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I think what happened was he lost his job. Um, then we started thinking and guessing, you know, okay, well, why? What's going on? Why, you know, why this shift? And when we went into meditation, we started seeing uh, trees and that we were to move and so we're like, oh yes, it's time to go to Tennessee, <laughs> and uh, and every time we would ask, we would get no, you know, in meditation, and we both would meditate separately and take notes, and it was pretty cool, but um, yeah, then one day I said, okay, how about this? If because we were both feeling Arizona, I said, why don't you just go ahead and apply to jobs because it had Okay, so we're not even going to talk about the call from spirit and the inspiration that actually started sparking, what, a year before or something? You're not going to talk about any of that? You're going to keep it so mainstream? Can I tell you how the mystical truth beings are like, excuse us with the feet tapping and the arms crossed? Wow, is there a whole lot of that story missing? Oh, my God, how can you own a center in Sedona and keep it so mainstream on a show like this? What are you thinking? Wow, okay, I'm just going to say, people, whoever's listening to this, she left out, like, all of the underlying current that is exactly what we're talking about getting you unstuck, is following the stuff that doesn't make any sense to other people. And you just left it, you, oh, Jessica. Okay, so here it is, so here it is. A whole year before, okay, I went on vacation with you um, to, to Phoenix, to Phoenix for some seminar that I would never have even gone to. But when you were talking about you were going to the seminar, for some reason I felt like I needed to go. And I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to go. I don't have money. I don't have, you know. Um, 
can't even think about leaving my, you know, fairly newborn child <laughs> and um and going on vacation. I I just never do that. Um so yeah, I we went to Phoenix and and it was an incredibly seminar. educational personal development thing that that was yeah, important for you to was. go to. It yeah. was it was actually about money, but it I wasn't got like so we much were just more playing. out of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I got so much more out of that seminar, you know, like personal development and really growing myself and seeing different things that I had a breakthrough, which was awesome. And then after all those breakthroughs, you took me to Sedona. <laughs> and we stayed in this wonderful, um, the Sedona Dream Maker, wonderful bed and breakfast. And and being on the land, all of a sudden things start talking to me and I start like having all these experiences and awakenings and all these visions of me coming out this way and in a year and I'm just like, Wow, that's never gonna happen and <laughs> like, how the heck would I leave my good job and, you know, move away from family? Like that's not gonna happen, spirit. We need to find another you know, another place. <laughs> so uh but yeah, so all of that all of that happened in Sedona and um and I was really awakened, and when I went back home, it was quite interesting because then um, things just kept happening for me. Like I kept um, seeing more visions and getting more feelings and following exactly whatever I felt like this was the next step. You know, even though it was getting a job um, and, and with a lawyer, and and I just followed that breadcrumb, and it led me to the next one, and and um, it was pretty cool. Everyone thought I was crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that's the thing is that and that's one of the other things I want to touch on if we have time today is, and I, this, you know, yesterday or uh, uh, Friday I was told we were going to have a theme week this week, and this is what I kept getting for today's show. wasn't really sure how it was going to be a theme, but apparent, I think it's probably going to move into one because you know how that goes. So yeah. um, that's one of the things that we we want to look at is, just because everybody else thinks we're fine, <laughs> we mm-hmm. may still be stuck because we're fine in their their perspective of what life ought to be. So, like, <clears throat> you have family all around, like you and Craig both have family all around, but they're so vastly different from you guys, or at least they think they are. You know, the thing is that you guys are blazing trails and your family is slowly following behind and that's why it's so important for us to listen when we have these inspirations and we have these these feelings, you know, even if other people, because really you guys did catch a lot of crap. Oh, yeah, you know? we did. I mean, I was the only one in my family, my you know, my family, who actually did something. You know, right. I was a paralegal. I was, everyone looked, you know, up to me, and, and um, there were a lot of high expectations from my family, and then, you know, Craig from his family as well. Right. Right. Very mainstream, yeah. very oh, yeah. kind of upper middle class sort of for today's standards, you know. And um, definitely uh, you guys shake things up when it comes to your families. And you, you really kind of force them to take the blinders off because they love you very much. And you definitely mm-hmm. have that close family connection. It's not like you're just... You know, like for me, my family doesn't have anything to do with me, and that's okay because they're not a part of my path, really. But, um, but for you guys, it you know, it's important for them to to be with you in in your lives, you know, and and so you guys are actually blazing the trails because they are ones who would not even consider it otherwise. You know, I have one family member, somebody I consider family, my mother-in-law from my former marriage. <laughs> You know, and and my father-in-law when he was here, and and I've noticed that since I've really become honest with them about who I am, um, now things are beginning to shift for her. And he's passed away, but you know he passed away in a peaceful state. And I think that that was in no small part because of the time we spent together. And and uh, and so it's it's really kind of cool because you guys are kind of shaking it up and creating the path, or I should say creating the safety to walk the path. So for you guys who are, um, oh, we have a nice comment. As Jesus the Christ said, we will leave our family and follow the light. Nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, it's so true, you know, like when we're really listening, and that way they know which way to go because they're not following it. They're stuck, you know. So, um, yeah, so I think, you know, now now you've gone from being a paralegal in a very predictable, I mean, really when you were paralegal, you knew exactly what every day was going to be like, right? Um, Kind of, sort of, you know, pretty much. I mean, you knew that there was going to be a divorce or a criminal person walking in the door, um, <laughs> and then you had to follow to the protocol with paperwork. Woohoo! <laughs> So, yeah. so 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 then yeah, now the same set of paperwork and same rules, right? You know, yeah. So now you have, I mean, really, you know, we have for for a center in Sedona, like a, you know, psychic readings and little bit of shopping, whatever. We have probably one of the biggest places in Sedona, I think. Actually, yeah. I mean, we're expanded out now to almost three thousand feet. Right. So. And so it it was already pretty big. So it's um it's completely different now, yeah? Um from the paralegal to this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I never know what's going to walk in the door. I never know what the day's going to be like. <laughs> and I'm psychic. How awesome is that? <laughs> uh yeah, it is pretty interesting, isn't it? Sedona, there's no place like it for sure. Um Yeah. So Okay, so then we have family members who are stuck. Okay, so say we're one who kind of gets it, like you do. You have a family member, who I won't mention a name of, obviously, but who is choosing to remain stuck for some reason that we don't understand. Um, No matter, and this person knows how to talk to their angels, knows, knows all that stuff, and is choosing to remain in the space that she's stuck in. Mm-hmm. So, in a detached manner, like what do you what do you say to people when um, when they're in that situation? Whether it's the stuck person or the person looking in, going, "Okay, how do I help you?" Right? Because you that's, handle it very that's well. That's really <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that's a really difficult one, um, and you know, I've I've been just walking walking the tight line with that one and really trying to help and you know in my own way and so what I do is you know I let her I let her know some of the things so that she can see it cuz sometimes they have those blinders on so tight that they just don't see it you know and mm-hmm. so I bring up the different um signs that have been coming up for her and you know, um, just the different coincidences, you know, that have been coming up and the same conversation happening over and over again. And, you know, so I'm I'm bringing, well, not with me, with other people, oh, yeah, like yeah. complete okay, strangers. Right. Yeah, right. complete strangers are coming in and, you know, saying certain things to her. And, and so I'm like, do you get it? No. Okay. Do you see that, you know, your spirit, your guides, they're really trying to bring forth this message? And so she she sees it. She chooses, you know, for whatever other reasons not to follow. And you know, and that's that's her that's her deal. All I can do is keep sending and lending love and and healing and energy to her um you know that that it's not too troublesome for the decisions that she's making. Um, right. And then really trying to stay detached emotionally from that cuz you know, I'll I'll just let everybody know it's my daughter. So <laughs> <laughs> a little hard to so stay detached. Just, yeah, so just just so people can see how hard it actually is, you know, when it's your own child and and she's choosing to be elsewhere where things are not so great for her and she has the option. You and know? she's very I young. It's not like she's don't... a grown woman or anything. It's it's she's yeah, old enough she's to make her 15. decisions, but so young that you know, you kind of just want to go. No, please wake up before it gets. To yeah, be I know. Thing. So. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing I can do is just keep being there for her. Um, you know, keep helping her to see different things so she doesn't get too deep and too hurt. You know. You know, one of the things that uh, that my mentor taught me, 
when it comes to this sort of thing is, you know, he said you you can just point to them, you know, where the water is and remind them or point out to them how thirsty they seem to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't make them drink and honestly leading them to the water may be leading them off of their path. And so right. <clears throat> pointing out where the water is and pointing out the thirst you see within them um, gently is, you know, and maybe not so gently, but not in a manner that's like, I know what's right for you. Because you know what? Maybe they're meant to be thirsty. You know, it's yeah. that free will thing, <laughs> that pesky free will thing when we know best and their damn free will gets in the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just just I see you do that with her. You kind of point out that, well, you know, you have this other option, you know, mm-hmm. when, when she starts kind of going off about things, you know, well, but you chose that, so there's always this other option. And so that's exactly what you're doing is what I was taught to do, and I don't know if it's that I taught you to do that or that you just naturally do that. I don't even remember at this point, but you're doing, <laughs> you know, I mean, cause we, probably a we little bit of both. So many, you know, we talk about so many different things in our time together that, you know, but... uh but I see you doing that very effectively, and that's really the best thing we can possibly do because then we're saying, you know what, I respect you enough to get that I'm saying the water's over here, and, oh, did you know that you were thirsty? You're exhibiting signs of thirst, you know. So right. you have a choice, just letting you know you have a choice and and letting them make that choice. It's it's difficult, especially as a parent. And as as a human being, I think in a lot of counselors and a lot of therapists and friends and family and whatever we have is tendency to want to tell them what they need to do. But we can't do that any more than they can tell us what we need to do because we have completely different big pictures. So how how could they possibly, like I'm sure that Craig's family, you know, just using your move out here, Craig's family probably just thought, oh, dear God, what is this woman doing to our son? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's wrecking his life. Oh, my God. And really, in fact, he came out here, snagged up three jobs, has been working nonstop ever since. I mean, he's got, you know, then they morphed into, like, one really good job and whatever. Like, it's all been so good for him. Where in mm-hmm. Florida, he was struggling so hard and not feeling fulfilled and not feeling confident. And and out here, he was just able to blossom. And so really, because you were listening and because you guys were taking action, he was able to blossom. I think of right. all of the people, it's probably been best for him. Yeah. You know, when I really look at it, you know, like it's, and for me, I think, you know, it's been best for my kids. It's been phenomenal for me, but I was coming out here anyway. So, you know, it's just interesting to see that it's the people who are kind of coming along and then, and then the people who had all this judgment about what do you do? And no, it's like, you know, in crabs, if you ever go crabbing, because that's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I went crabbing and yeah. caught an eel one. Can we talk about the screams? Oh, the frequencies <laughs> I hit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so when you have a bunch of crabs in a bucket, if one tries to climb out, the rest of them will pull it back down. And it's not that they're, like, trying to keep him from succeeding. It's that they're, oh, God, no, come back down here with us. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's scary out there. Where are you going? Like, in their concept, there's nothing outside the bucket. What the hell are you doing? You're going to fall off the edge of the whatever this is that we're on, you know. And right. and so people tend to – I learned that in business a very long time ago. When you are moving away from the pack and moving forward, people are just like those crabs trying to pull you back, and they're – in their heads, they're doing it from their own safety, but they're like, no, stay stuck here with us in this bucket, you know. And so <clears throat> I have to say, we have somebody on the chat that's that's just flowing through with this beautiful inspiration, just beautiful. And uh, <laughs> thank you. That's fabulous. So really loving everything that they're posting. I just want to comment on that. Um, and so, you know, I think that was a lot of what was happening with Craig's family was – yeah. You know, that they just, they didn't want you guys to fall off the face of whatever that bucket was residing on, you know. And and so now he's climbed out of the bucket and they see, holy crap, he's doing really well. And I will bet you anything that family begins to trickle out here, you know, and they start to follow, 
you know, the the lead of self-expansion and self-expression, <clears throat> which is pretty nifty. And that's created yeah. because you all listened. Right. So, and they've made they've made several comments, um, you know, when they've come out here for vacation, how, you know, how he is just so much more attentive. He's, you know, they see all of these changes in him and and they're just shocked. They're just like, "Wow." you know, how you guys are making it without any family here. Because to them, like, that's not even a concept. How how does that happen? <laughs> you know? What do you, what do you mean? You have kids. You need family. <laughs> right. Surprise. So, yeah. We have kids. We are yeah. a family. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> well, so, um, okay. So, are you needing to go? I'm good. Oh, okay. I didn't I'm know here. if you, you were needing to, to go at all. Okay, so yay. Fabulous. I don't have to do this all by myself today. Hooray. <laughs> I have to say, I don't know, did you get to do any research on the portal opening at all? Because no, I was I did busy not. just flowing. I was busy just flowing with the energy of it and I thought I'll research what it was after I'm done flowing with it. So I have to say though, this morning like okay, you hear how perky and alive I am? I'm just uh-huh. now drinking my first cup of coffee. Wow. Something, yeah, no, something with that This energy. is amazing, people. This is really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to let everybody know. Yeah, this her is typically me on three, four cups of coffee. <laughs> uh, yes, so, yeah, literally this show, okay, just so everybody knows, this show, and I'll, I'll go into that for a second. I was feeling very stuck. I was feeling like there was not a lot of outflow. There was not a lot of... Uh, I was just stuck, you know, because in Florida, you know, we had a pretty big following. Jessica was actually my assistant because I kind of needed somebody to help handle <clears throat> things because there was so much going on. And um, and then, you know, we came out here, and, and I just kind of haven't found my footing out here <clears throat> and that sort of thing. And so I was really feeling pretty stuck, you know. And so I thought, well, what's the best way to get unstuck and force myself, like I really needed to force myself out of this funk that I was in, and I'm sure Jessica will be kind enough to attest to the <laughs> the grandiose kind of funk that I was in. Because <laughs> when you're really when you're really working on this kind of thing and you get in a funk, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I I do have to say you were very inspirational in that. Um, I saw you going through all of these motions and, you know, saw you um, even questioning yourself and everything about the move and about everything. And we knew it was the right thing to do. We both felt it. But seeing you crawl out of the bucket (laughs) and, you know, and seeing everything clearly once again and being able to do that is very inspirational and that's what keeps me moving forward. It's what, you know, keeps me feeling that, I am on the right path, and I do need to really trust my instinct and go forward with it, no matter what nice. anybody says. You know, nice. and you have a lot of people who are very judgmental on any um, most decisions that you make. You know, if <laughs> God forbid, if it is not completely spiritual, they people like just blow a lid and they're like, "Oh my God, what is she doing?" And right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, sometimes I do you know? stuff just to shake them up. Because hello, I'm yeah. in the third dimensional world, and I plan to enjoy some of it. You know what? I'll have a bottle of wine sometimes. And oh yeah, I said a bottle, not a glass. You know, <laughs> and I'll do it alone. Because you know what? I like my company, and I have this whole troop of of angels and stuff with me, and and we just relax and have a you know. And I swear, oh my God, I swear, once in a while, more than once in a while, you know, we're here in the human. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. You know. Oh, we lost our. We had somebody who was going to talk, and I really was. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if that's coincidental or if that's <laughs> okay. So we're talking about this, and I'm talking about, and that's right. I swear sometimes, and poof, they were gone. <laughs> I hope that wasn't because you know what. But here's the thing: if you are walking in the light, you're walking in the light. You know. It just, right. you you can feel when you start doing something. You know, I don't go out drinking and bars and whatever. I will occasionally have some wine really just in my house, you know, in, in a nice relaxed manner, put some music on, it's nice and relaxing, it's fine, you know. And yes, I swear, they're just words 
unless they're done in anger, you know? And so it's understanding that energy that I just want to say this because we did lose this person. I don't know if that's why, but, oh, they said they had to go. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, wow, (laughs) the timing of that. Anyway, you know, I just want people to understand that, you know, it's also, I've had people who go, you know, I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual, and then they're doing all this stuff, but they're doing it in this vibration that is just gnarly, you know? And so, no, that doesn't really resonate for me, you know. But anyway, so where I was going originally was that this show, doing this show was actually my manner of getting unstuck. I was in that funk and I thought, okay, what matters for me, I didn't have any clients because I really hadn't acquired any clients here because we've been working on getting the center going and that kind of thing. And and uh, I really haven't acquired my own clientele here. And so... for me, what works is if I'm working with other people, I have to walk my talk. And so I didn't have anybody that I was talking to. (laughs) So I was able to go horribly off path. And so I had to make it so that every morning I just thought, you know what, I'll just do one of these blog talk shows and I'll do it as soon as I get up in the morning. And so it literally is me. I have a love seat in my loft right at the end of my bed. I get up. I have pour a cup of coffee, I get on the love seat, I meditate, I come on and I talk to you guys. Totally never expected anybody to listen. Big surprise that there are people listening because <laughs> this radio show was strictly um, created to get me out of my funk because if I'm talking about things, then I have to walk it. And Jessica knows this about me. You know, when we, were, when we came here and we were living in the woods, I took on life coaching clients for like next to nothing, like just, $35 a week, whatever. Just If I'm life coaching, then I have to walk my talk. I can't get all in the funk. And I think that's probably what saved my butt in that whole situation. Um, I mean, you were witnessing it from the outside, which I'm sure wasn't easy to do because it was a rough time. It was a very rough time. But I think had I not had those life coaching clients, I could have gone down a very dark hole. Because, I mean, if, for anybody who hasn't heard that story on the show, we were homeless for for a uh, better part of five months, you know, living in the woods. <laughs> so, me and my little family, Jessica and her family came out and just Arizona rolled out the red carpet. <laughs> here's a house, here's three jobs, here's a center, here's... <laughs> we love you, Jessica. Oh, truth, yeah. Go live in the woods somewhere, which... <laughs> which Actually, people pay a lot of money to come visit the woods, and so we tried to keep that, tried really hard to keep that perspective. But, you know, that's what this show is all about, was my version of getting unstuck, because sometimes we can follow inspiration. Like, that's what happened to me, was I was following inspiration, and then there was some funky energy that came in that, you know, well, we all know there's a person who came with us that kind of brought a little funk and um, <clears throat> I have no doubt that that's part of what tweaked the direction of this inspiration. And and so we had to recover, you know, and we became stuck. And so I still knew in my heart the inspiration was right. Never once did it occur to me to turn around and go back. You know, I just had to figure out now how do we, you know, I kind of got sideswiped by somebody else's energy and now how do we recoup from this and uh, how do we get unstuck because we really, it kind of felt like, you know, if you were watching from a satellite somewhere or something, it kind of looked like we just got sideswiped into like quicksand and and we just kept going down, down, down. And I knew we were in the right place. I knew we had done the right thing, but it was that, okay, how do we undo? I mean, to me, that's what it appeared like if, if I go back and I look at it, you know, kind of view it from a distance now and... um I mean, is that kind of accurate, do you think, Jessica? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think I think the beautiful thing is you had to go, I mean, you know, you didn't have to, but it was mm-hmm. good that you went through this because now other people, how many people will be inspired and will learn and not give up when, when things go bad, even though they felt like they made the right move, you know? Right. Um, they, as long as you just keep moving forward, they're going to be fine just like you did. You know, right. And it was, I mean, that's what we had to keep doing was just really, and it, I mean, things went horribly wrong the whole way. And I know a lot of people were probably, probably 
looking at it going, oh, my God, what was she thinking? Oh, my God, I knew she couldn't do that. Moving across country, da 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 I, I, could, I could hear them and feel them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I knew with everything inside of me, forward, just keep going forward, just keep going forward. And, you know, and still um, we're we're doing that, just keep going forward. It's not in a um, – it's been a long process. You know, we moved out here two years ago, and – Everything worked out great. We have beautiful homes, and everything's fine with that, and the kids are working and whatever. And um, But there were things in Florida that were holding life back that we couldn't seem to get fixed. And now, because we, you know, that's the other thing is when you have that momentum going, keep going. <laughs> Don't go, okay, you know, now there's a center going, so I have a place to go and work and whatever, and I have the house, and da, 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 and I'm just going to get complacent again. Keep that momentum. That's the other thing that we really need to do is, is you know, okay, I've got a momentum going. I've been moving forward and things have started working out. Now what else do I want to work on? What else do I want to straighten out? Because you've got the ball rolling. There's a, you know, in physics they talk about an object, an object at rest stays at rest, an object in motion stays in motion. And, like, that's something that my kids have heard since before they were born because, Whenever you are feeling stuck, you've got to think about an object at rest stays at rest. So become an object in motion. It doesn't matter what the heck you're doing. That Just like this show, it didn't matter what I was doing. I just needed to be an object in motion. So this show is, is my thing because I haven't gotten my thing started out here yet. Um, I mean, to a certain degree, Jessica and I do things together, but... But Sacred Light of Sedona is definitely Jessica's thing, and and Mystical Truth is my thing, which we just, I just haven't gotten up and running out here yet. And so, you know, I have to look at that object at rest stays at rest. I've left that Mystical Truth energy at rest and kind of focused on some other things, and now I would like to be in motion. (laughs) And so even though I didn't know if anybody would be listening, I still was getting up every morning and doing the show at 7.30. It's 7.30 in the morning out here, people. So this is the first thing I do in the morning, literally. And um, and I just would show up and to that just gets that ball rolling. And I show up to the center and I show up with the next, you know, when the opportunity came to rent the space next door, I showed up. And a little stressful because <laughs> now I'm taking on yet another rent and rent is coming due and I'm a little stressed because I'm not – but I don't have any doubts, you know, spirit, universe, whatever has shown me over and over again that it always works out. So although I don't necessarily see where the solutions are, I know that if I just keep moving forward, you know, that it all will work out. And so, you know, I also heard a, another thing that applies to this show, I think, <clears throat> and I heard it on White Collar, which occasionally I watch because it's just fun. The guy's really smart. But... uh the his little sidekick is always coming up with really great quotes and <clears throat> and uh one of the things that he said was you know the happy ending depends on where you stop the story <laughs> and i just <laughs> i have embraced that just like the object in motion stays in motion thing you know because okay so if you're not happy with the ending understand that energy has no end and every situation has energy and so if if it hasn't come out the way you wanted it to, first of all, release expectations because you don't know the big picture. So, you know, just keep going until you get the happy ending or a happy ending that you're happy with. And then, you know, just, and the same thing with, you know, if you get an inspiration and it fulfills itself, don't keep overthinking it. You know, stop with a happy ending and start something new, you know, or start a new chapter of that happy ending, you know. And uh, it's just this, this uh this complacency and this attachment to expectations that we have you know i think that really get us in trouble and listening to the analytical stuff around us so we have like 10 minutes i feel like there's something you want to add jessica me <laughs> <laughs> yes you there's something just- there my dear I'm psychic, I'm remember? I'm just listening. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm just listening to um to your you know what you're saying and and really just um like 
just looking at my own life, like right now, I mean, I'm pretty happy. There, I mean, there, it's not ending yet, but um, you know, but um, still, do I want to? You know, you're right. I don't want to get back into that um, comfortable space again that I was in Florida, and uh, you know, so so now I'm just looking at okay, so. You know, is this why I continuously bring up new toys in the center? Is this why I... Oh, dear you God know, in heaven. <laughs> Jessica and her gadgets. I, Good Lord. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I find the new gadget and, you know, try it out. Every week. Check with spirit and we got it. <laughs> so I think that, you know, when we are happy with things the way they're going and we're moving forward, I think that... You know, it's great to go, wow, okay, this feels really good. Uh-huh. And you can sort of feel like, okay, I've, I've got, you know, like you've got the center up and running now. You've got, it's the start of a new season. So maybe it's the start of the next chapter. Yeah. You know, it each chapter can have a happy ending. And there doesn't have to be the drama right. and the climactic whatever that TV shows have because that's a creative strategy, people. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a little confusion between reality and and fiction. <laughs> so yeah. that's a creative strategy. Like... Life doesn't have to have all that drama. You can just have a nice experience and, and go with it, you know? Yeah, and I do feel like we're coming up on a new chapter. I mean, the new sign's going up. I changed the lock <sighs> last night. Nice. Which, by the way, you won't be able to get in with your old key. I <laughs> I changed she the lock last night. <laughs> See how she is? And, um, you know, and, and it just feels it just feels like there's a shift, like something new, you know, and it's it's nice because it, it you know, it doesn't give me that still water type of feeling. It, it makes me feel like, wow, okay, something new. Here we go. We're going again, you know. Right. And, nice um, flowing stream. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think this is probably going to be our theme for the week, and I don't really know how it's going to be a theme, but we have gone through an hour. We have seven minutes, so I'm going to do our meditation because I know we have at least one caller who really looks forward to the meditations. So we're going to do that. And um, and so I'm going to encourage people to, you know, drop by Sacred Light of Sedona. It's on Highway 179 in Sedona. And say hello if you're in the area. Come in, get a reading, get some energy work. We have the most fabulous people there. (laughs) Me, Jessica, (laughs) Jose. (laughs) And we do also recently, just as of recently, most people haven't heard of them, but they are quite phenomenal. We have uh, something called the Bracelets of Light, and we're still trying to find the official story of the Bracelets of Light because nobody has one. But many, 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 many psychics and intuitives have sat with these bracelets. Um, they're not normal. They're, they seem to be very ancient. And even, uh, even, you know, one of the sacred skulls, one of the 13 sacred skulls, sat with them and was immediately connected with them. So there's something to these. And, and we have Debbie, who is the keeper of the bracelets of light, that is in our center often. And so, you know, come by and and just kind of find out more about them and experience the energy if she's if she's so inclined. And sacredlightofsedona.com is us. You can find us there. And uh, mysticaltruth.com is me. And uh, it's having a facelift, but right now it's what it is, so it's functional. You give me a call and set up an appointment if you like. Do phone readings. Jessica does phone readings. And um, we're here to be of service. So thank you, Jessica. Is there anything else you want to say before I do the meditation? Nope. That's all. I'm just sitting here watching my one-and-a-half-year-old trying to catch rainbows. Fabulous. <laughs> You're going to go join him, too, aren't you? All right. I am. So, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> That's a good mom, people. <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to go ahead and do our meditation. And uh, so I'm just going to do my regular disclaimer. If you guys are driving or operating heavy machinery, please don't do the meditation until you're safely somewhere and do it on the archives. And everybody else, just take some nice deep breaths and relax. You can mute me so you don't hear the boys. I I don't know how to mute you. Oh, right, mute you. Okay, see, this is why I miss you. All right, bye, Jessica. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to just relax. 
and we're going to take three or four nice deep breaths and settle into whatever space you're in, laying down, sitting, whatever it may be. And we're going to ask the Ascended Masters who bless this this experience that we're having together and this show and the work that, that we do here on Earth and just ask them to come in close and we ask our own team of angels to come in close and, and any enlightened beings of the Christ consciousness or above to come in and lend their energy to this beautiful meditation that we have coming and I ask that you lend your energy completely just this disassociate from the things around you and become aware simply of that breath in and out of your of your energy with each breath in we feel our particles happy and dancing and we feel our light become brighter as we become more aware of it we feel gold silvers all the beautiful colors of the rainbow and beyond And we feel this relaxing warmth move through us as these enlightened beings come in close. And we ask that all of our energies create a beautiful sphere. And we just see this big, beautiful sphere up in the air, up in the heavens, pulling from the light of creation and lending energy to the beautiful earth that we reside upon currently. And we see this beautiful sphere of light, our energy, the energy of everyone listening to this meditation and assisting with this, all of the ascended masters and angelic beings and so on. We see all of these energies around this beautiful sphere that's being created out in the heavens. And we see this light of creation moving through this sphere. We lend our love. We lend our respect. We lend our gratitude. And we now allow this energy to move down again to Mother Earth, down into her core and surrounding, all around the energy of the Earth. And as this energy moves in and through Mother Earth, we feel it balancing, harmonizing, and loving all of the water molecules in, on, and around Mother Earth. And we feel the plants breathe a sigh of relief as they feel this love and this unconditional gratitude. And we feel the animals and the beings and the creatures in the sea and in the fresh water and in the earth and on the earth. All of these beautiful creatures that inhabit this planet, we feel them breathe a sigh of relief as they feel this energy from creation and all of these ascended beings, the love that we're sending we feel the earth herself breathe a sigh of relief, assisting her with these creational changes that she's going through, the volcanoes, the earthquakes, etc., all the earth changes. We simply send a beautiful, healing, loving energy around her, soothing as you would soothe a pregnant mother in those last stages of birth, sending loving energy to this beautiful sphere, that we live upon and we see this energy expand all the way out to the atmosphere and then we lend some extra energy to the atmosphere loving, harmonizing, strengthening and then we bring our attention back up to where we are with these ascended masters and these angelic beings and so on and we we feel that beautiful light of creation that has filled the sphere between us and we we express and we experience the flow back and forth almost like a heartbeat between the sphere and ourselves fulfilling balancing harmonizing and we realize the love that we have we realize the love that we receive we feel the strength of creation And we remember our connection. And we thank everyone who's joined us here on Earth and above Earth. And we bring our intention back now to the silver cord that leads down to our physical body and we feel our energy slowly moving back along the way. 
take some nice deep breaths and feel this energy move all the way through your body, through your arms, your fingers, your legs, your feet, connecting you to Mother Earth, feeling that love that you've just sent. Take a nice deep breath, relax and open your eyes. Come back. I'm so happy you joined us and I hope you can join us again tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful day. And again, you can find me at mysticaltruth.com.